What's up, Yankee fans? It is Greg, and we are back with another episode of Yankee Crazy Podcast. And it's a little bit of a slow week in terms of news and Yankees articles, etc. So, just to go over a couple of things... One is that Sonny Gray is still on the Yankees. <laughs> that, is a, that is a breaking news update. Sonny Gray still with the Yankees. No one knows why. <laughs> well, we do know why because Brian Cashman has not found the suitable trading partner. The Reds were supposed to be in on Sonny Gray but apparently the Yankees were asking for too much in terms of prospects. Then there's other rumors that there's other teams that have offered prospects, then there's other teams that have offered major leaguers. And if you look at Sonny Gray's stats on the road, they were okay. One article was trying to make it seem like they were great numbers, but it was like 7-5 and five with a three, I don't know what it was, at least three-something ERA, which, you know, is kind of crazy how ERAs, if you're like 3.3 these days, that's a really good ERA. It's kind of shocking, but I guess it makes sense with offensively dominated games that often happen. So that's just the way it is. I... You know, sub sub three is like spectacular these days now. But Sonny Gray, going back to it, is still a Yankee. And one of the teams is the Padres. And the Padres have the best minor league prospects. And that was ranked by, I think, Bleacher Report. And I wonder how they do that how they figure out who's got the best prospects and who ranks them. You know, it's got to be something impartial, right? You would think. But is it all their scouts? Do they, you know, it's, I wonder how they get that. Because how do they just judge a, you know, number one ranked prospect who's, say, in AAA as opposed to what? I don't know, what if there's like a number five prospect, but he's only in double A? Is there some sort of a system that they have in order to do these rankings? Or is it just graded on certain statistics? And do you incorporate whether they're in the in double A, triple A, single A, all that? But anyway, we'll we'll have to find that out. Mario, that's that's your research paper for the week. <laughs> But I think, in light of the you know Padres supposedly having this great minor league system, that Sonny Gray would be perfect to go to the Padres because Yankees would get back some awesome prospects, and Sonny Gray could go to San Diego, Sonny San Diego, keep it keep it classy, San Diego. <laughs> Just a little Ron Burgundy quote there. 
but I think it's ideal for him. Not a lot of pressure. Everybody's just chill. If you ever go to San Diego, everybody's just pretty chill. At least at my experiences there, and I, I've been there a bunch of times. And oh, you know what? Here's a here's a major league story. It's not Yankee related, but we were buddies of mine. We went and we were in San Diego. We were staying a few days in La Jolla, surfing at Black's Beach, and which is a great break. If you were a surfer, you probably already know about Black's Beach in um, in La Jolla. But it's it's a great spot. Anyway, La Jolla is a pretty cool town, and. Eddie Vedder actually worked in La Jolla. A little side note, I think he was a security guard in La Jolla. Or maybe, maybe he worked at a gas station. No, I think he was, I think he did security at a hotel there. <laughs> How funny is that? Eddie Vedder. Hey guys, what are you doing? <laughs> Back in the 90s. Hey, what are you doing over there? Or 80s. It would be the 80s that he'd be there. And. I don't know. Could you take Eddie Vedder seriously with the long hair um, as a security guard telling you not to do something? <laughs> he probably had long hair and was like, <laughs> imagine if he shows up, if he's your hotel, although I think it was overnight, I think it was overnight security, but imagine if you were like robbing the place and Eddie Vedder comes out of the security booth or whatever he, wherever he was and is like, yo, hey, stop that. Hey, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I wouldn't be able to take him seriously uh, if I was if I was up to uh, some shenanigans at the hotel. But anyway, getting back to the La Jolla story, <laughs> we were walking down the street and we saw Ken Caminetti. And if you remember, Ken Can- Ken Ken Caminetti played third base for the Padres, and unfortunately. He passed away from something. I forget what it was. Was it heart-related? But he was, he was also supposedly linked to uh, PEDs, I believe. And I could see why. He was gigantic. That dude. His, I remember we were walking behind him. And he was with his, I don't know, girlfriend, wife, somebody. And he had shorts on. And his calves were like the size of my head. I was like, holy cow. Dude is friggin' yoked. But anyway, that's my La Jolla, San Diego, (laughs) Padres uh, uh, story there for you. But getting back to it, I think it'd be perfect for Sonny Gray. He could just go to San Diego, not really have any pressure, and I bet you'd pitch really well there. You know, go into the National League where you don't have to have a DH, extra hitter within the lineup, and he could perform really well. It would be so less stressed than the Yankees, and I I could see him dominating there. You know, kind of like, you know, Oakland. You know, I don't know why they call Oakland a small market team, because Oakland's a big city. Do they just not want to spend, you know, supposedly with the this new stadium being built, they uh, will entice some more fans because they've had, um, you know, if you go to the Coliseum, Coliseum is, it, it just feels gigantic and you're so far away from the field, it's, they need, they need a new stadium and 
I think they, I really think Oakland is a, should be considered a big market team. Maybe just because they don't want to spend money. I don't know. Anyway, San Diego, small market team. Uh, you know, can, can you really call any place small market nowadays? You know, we're, we're all connected, right? So connected. What is it, that it's a smaller city than, like, New York? But anyway, or is it just nobody cares about sports too much? I think they did with, well, no, I guess they didn't with the Chargers. Chargers left. And Padres were good. I think when Petco opened up, they were selling out. Anyway, Sonny Gray in San Diego. He is, I'm going to predict, if he goes there, ready? We need, like, prediction music. Mario, find some prediction music. It's got to be really cinematic and be like, dun, 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 predictions. And maybe I should do a prediction show with everyone on the Yankees and see where they're going to come out. And then we could compare it in October after they win the World Series. <laughs> That's right. That's right. There's prediction number one. Anyway, Sonny Gray, I'm going to predict if he goes to the Padres, he is going to win. And now we've got to consider the Padres are not going to be very good. A lot of people are saying they could have some some contention in, like, 2020, maybe when all this supposed talent develops. But I'm going to say he's going to win 15 games in San Diego next year if he goes. What do you think? 15 games and pitch to a... I'm going to say 3.1. 3.1 ERA, 15 game winner. He's going to be like 15 and 6. That's why I think he's going to do. And with the Padres. So maybe if he went, if the Padres had a good team, and you never know, maybe they'll surprise people. It, it could be more, but I'm kind of I'm kind of hedging that with that the Yankees are not uh, the Yankees, that the Padres are not going to be a great team and he'll still be 15 and 6, 3.1 ERA. What do you think? Well, Mario, what do you think? You shaking your head? Yeah, you th- you like that prediction? Nice, nice. Always want your producer to agree with you, right? <laughs> well, maybe not. Maybe not. There's a lot of uh, you know. There was that one scientist. I think her name was uh, no, I not her name. I know who Marie Curie was. I think it was her. She had one person on her staff who their job was to always disagree with whatever theory or experiment she was doing and she claimed it made her excel and and push the boundaries on her science which is pretty good so ready mario you you agree what do you think you like that yeah that's it shake your head (laughs) good see here we go we're gonna we're gonna have a better show it's all for the people but what do you think do you think sunny gray can be better somewhere else or do you think he's just completely lost he did show glimmers last year that he could do it. And in relief, he actually had pretty, he was pretty good in relief. Maybe that's it. Maybe he needs to become a middle reliever or closer. You know, there's, there's so many people have been bashing closers. Not so many people. A lot of people know Mariano Rivera is great, deserves Hall of Fame, and deserves to go in unanimously. But... I had that quote from, I won't even mention who it was, I don't want to mention, (laughs) but he said he could still be closing 
now at like, I don't know, whatever, however old he is, 50. But maybe Sonny Gray needs to become a closer. I don't know. I don't know. What is his fastball at? I don't know. Does he have, uh, you know, sometimes they say closers need to have not as many pitches as a starting pitcher. You just need to focus on one. But I don't know. Maybe is Sonny Gray, what's his velocity at? He's still pretty young. He should be. I don't know what he maxed out on his fastball, but if he's throwing, if he can throw 96, then he should try closing or at least setup man. Maybe he could be like setup man extraordinaire. I don't know. We'll see. But again, close that off. Sonny Gray, San Diego. Think about it. What would the Daily News or the the paper in San Diego say? It would be like. Sunny San Diego. Oh, it is perfect. It is perfect. Oh, man. Sunny Gray, San Diego, sunny San Diego. And he, if he doesn't surf, he should learn to surf. Um, you know, it, it, people might not know this, but Sunny Gray, it could, it, it could really help him surfing because it could boost his um, creativity boost his mental um, relax relaxness <laughs> is that a word that's not a word I don't know it could just chill him out and it could really help because you know what happened you know getting back to Eddie Vedder little, little story that I'm sure if you're a Pearl Jam fan you know this but when he got that demo tape from the founding members of Pearl Jam I believe it was at that point, it was definitely uh, uh, Jeff Amen and Stone Gossard, and they sent out this demo tape, and it was just instrumentals to, let's see, it was the music to Alive, Footsteps, which is a very little-known song, and Once, right? Yeah, Once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and Eddie Vedder, made, if you want to call it like what Pete Townsend has called, you know, what they call Tommy, a rock opera. He did a three-song mini rock opera, and all three of those songs are related. It's called the Mama Son Trilogy, maybe? Something like that. And it is all a story. And so what he did is he got the music, and he went out and surfed. And while he was out there surfing, it relaxed him. He came up with lyrics. He came in and wrote the lyrics to all three of those songs, sent it back to Seattle. The rest, as they say, is history. So maybe Sonny Gray needs to learn to surf, get traded to San Diego. He should maybe really push for it. And there you go. Sonny Gray career turnaround. Forget about it. He doesn't need a pitching coach to turn his career around. He needs, he needs surfing and San Diego. All right. I just solved it. Should I? Mario, get, get me Brian Cashman on the phone. No, better yet, get me the GM of the Padres. Who's that? It's not Kevin Towers anymore. It was. You know, Padres and uh, Kevin Towers used to work for the Yankees, I believe, and he was their GM. I think he passed away too, which is sad. And the Yankees used to do a lot of trades with them. They got Chase Headley. Who else they get? They got a they got a few people from San Diego. But anyway, get the San Diego Padres GM on the phone and 
let him know how I can, how we can get San Diego to take Sonny Gray and get them, I don't know, maybe a wild card next year, right? Who knows? All right, let's move on from Sonny Gray, even though this is major how I just solved the guy's career, basically. He should give me a cut. Should I be his agent? What do you think, Mario? Co-agent. You want a co-agent with me? All right. We're going to co-agent Sonny Gray. And maybe we'll start a petition. Let's start a hashtag. Sonny. Sonny San Diego. Yeah. S-O-N-N-Y. Sonny Gray San Diego. I like Sonny San Diego better. But I don't know. We'll, we'll do something like that. But Wow. We covered a lot already. <laughs> it was our first topic. We've already figured out Sonny Gray. All right. Next. Next, we need to discuss this article that came out in, I think it was the Daily News, New York Daily News, which is one of my all-time favorite papers just because I just remember it growing up. My grandfather used to drop off the Daily News every Sunday to us. He used to bring us. It was awesome. My grandfather was, was the best. He used to come. He used to go to church. Then he would come over and he would drop off uh, like rolls, like like <clears throat> bakery rolls that were awesome, uh, like buttered roll. Oh, my goodness. And they'd still be warm. And I think sometimes donuts, which donuts are, pff, my goodness, donuts are one of my favorite foods in the world, and he would drop off the Sunday Daily News, and in the Daily News, you know, now listen, we're talking about before the internet, so you couldn't look up a guy's stats in like seconds about what they did yesterday or the day before or, you know, all these crazy stats that they have now, which I don't even understand. They're so, you know, they're starting to be used in articles now. And you're supposed to know what they stand for, and I don't know. I'm, I'm, I like some stats, but not all of them. But the Daily News, every Sunday, you could look at the box scores. Well, you could look at those any day, but <clears throat> I would always get it on Sunday, you know, as a little kid. So I wasn't going out and buying the paper. Although I did have a paper route at some point. That was, that was probably after it, so I, I used to be able to go look every day if I, if I could, but... What I loved about the Sunday Daily News, though, was they showed the batting, uh, current batting of every major league player. And it was like, I don't know, it was like three page, two pages at least, one page, I don't know. And they would show, you know, it would be all of the, it would start off with average. It would be who was leading averages, and it would be American League and National League. And I used to love it. I, and they would put the Yankees in bold type so you could just skim and be like oh Don Mattingly is hitting 327 or Greg Nettles is Nettles had a low average so he was more towards the bottom he'd be like 255 let's say and I just loved it I would devour it and I would be like oh this guy's batting this what oh and yeah it, it would be awesome and box scores I would love looking at the box scores too but Okay, getting back to the Daily News. The Daily News had this article 
I think it was them. <laughs> Don't quote Mario. Look this up for me. And it said, uh, it, it said, what if Noah Syndergaard, a.k.a. Thor, was traded to the Yankees? Would he, what, ha- what would happen if he said no to cutting his hair? And if, I'm sure everybody knows if you are a baseball fan, but if, you're, if you don't, he's got the long blonde hair, and that's how he first started getting called Thor. And although in that second movie of Thor, I don't know the actor's name, he doesn't have long hair. He's got short hair, and I didn't see those movies. I heard Thor was pretty good, the first one. And I am a comic book fan, so I should have watched it. Although I should say, saw Aquaman yesterday, and that's a great movie. You know, sometimes these, sometimes these comic book movies, they don't, the, the second one is just not good. Like Iron Man. Iron Man first one was awesome. Second one, horrible. I was, I was, I, I was falling asleep. I think I did fall asleep. It, in actuality, I fell asleep in that movie. It was so boring. <clears throat> I couldn't wait for it to end. I'm like, oh my goodness. Aren't you going to end yet? It was just, it was really boring. But Aquaman was awesome. And you know what? Some, a lot of times these first movies are so good is because, to me, because they show the origin. I love a good origin story. So that's what, you know, that was one of the best parts of Iron Man was it showed how he became Iron Man. And Aquaman, they show how he becomes Aquaman. So it's, it's really good. And that dude from Game of Thrones, who was Cal Drogo? Oh, man, you watch that movie, you feel like running out into the lobby and lifting weights. You're like, wow, dude is ripped. Anyway, it's good to, good to watch right before New Year's when everyone starts their fitness routine, right? Yes. Like, me, me and Mario are going to be hitting the kettlebell soon, very frequently. And uh, we'll have to, maybe I have to watch Aquaman again <laughs> to get fired up. But anyway, where was I? The Daily News. <laughs> no, Thor, we got there. We got to Thor. And so they said, what if he refused to cut his hair with the Yankees? And they went into about how Don Mattingly had that issue where I forgot but the article said that he was even benched for a game because of his hair. And we're talking back in the 80s when the mullets were, were popular. I never had a mullet. That's one thing I did not have as a mullet. But Don Mattingly kind of did. And he got benched a game, it said, because, you know, the Yankees policy is you can't have hair longer past your neckline. And you can't have a beard. So those are the two, those are the two things. And, you know, as we've talked about, um, I told Mario, since this is a Yankee, this is a Yankee podcast, that when the season starts, I'm, he might have to shave his beard. (laughs) You can keep a mustache, right? You keep a like big mustache. And it did say that uh, I believe mutton chops were all right, and I do. If you if you checked Instagram, there's a couple of pictures of me. I keep the the big sideburns. So, and I know Nick Swisher used to have the big sideburns, but his were his were shaved really short, so you could barely see it. But you know, back in the '70s, you know, Munson, Sparky Lyle, Goose had that big mustache that came down. Mario, oh, that's it. Mario, you need to do the Goose mustache when the season starts, all right? Big, long sideburns, 
the goose mustache, and it'll kind of be like having your beard, all right? But no, we're kidding. He, he, he doesn't have to do that. It's, it's kind of a, a, a shtick we have going on here. I just thought it was really funny that to, to go with Yankees policy, he would have to do that. And he did say if we, if we got hired by the Yankees, he would. Although the people in the front office, I'm sure, don't have to follow that, right? Or maybe they do. I don't know. Maybe it's, it's, it's worldwide. If you work for the Yankees, you have to look like that. And so we were talking about it, and I've got, you know, I guess I'm just classic Yankees, and I like the fact that everybody is clean cut, but it also detracts from maybe a player wanting to show his uh, his uniqueness and and creativity and look at Gary Sanchez's beard in the off season, which I had forgotten. I wasn't sure whether or not the Yankees okayed that that you had to be look like a Yankee if you were on the Yankees year round, but apparently not because I know CC Sabathia has grown beards. I believe Reggie Jackson even had a beard in the off seasons back in the day and. Gary Sanchez has a, he's got kind of a cool beard. He's got like, um, he's got like the beard, but no mustache. He just has like the, the, I guess maybe you could call it the Abe Lincoln. <laughs> he doesn't really look like it. No, though, wait, did Abe Lincoln have a beard or did he just have like a goatee? You know, just that part in the front where he had full, no, he had full on, right? I think he did. He shaved at the, at the thing. And, you know, I don't like shaving. Shaving is not fun, but... I can go, like, a few days, and then I need to shave. It starts to itch on me. But, you know, back in the day, I used to do, like, crazy stuff, and every once in a while, grow a goatee. So I understand. I understand these players might want to be more free and and not have to be clean-shaven for every game. Although not everybody's clean-shaven. If you look, they, they have stubble. I know Andy Pettit in the playoffs would have stubble. And it always made me think, like, huh, are they, like, thinking to themselves, the Yankees front office or George Steinbrenner, why isn't he shaving? You know, I could see, like, Steinbrenner. And he did that. He was the one who instituted that rule. And I could see him, like, because they would do the close-ups. If you remember the playoffs, Andy Pettit would put the glove up to his face and he'd, like, tilt his head down. You could only see his eyes looking over the mitt. And I wonder... Well, that was, well, obviously, if he had his mid over his face, you wouldn't be able to see it. But I know that there were several close-ups on him where you could see, and he had some stubble. And I wonder if George Steinbrenner was, oh, I need Larry David to do, uh, do, do Steinbrenner's voice, Big Stein. But I'll try and do it. If he's like, oh, that Pettit, Pettit, what are you doing? What are you doing? Why didn't you shave today? Pettit, I told you to shave. No shaving, George. <laughs> Oh man, I love that. He, he could he could do like a full just a full-on show of Big Stein. Oh man, Big Stein and and Costanza would be great. Oh my goodness. Get Larry David on the phone. <laughs> oh my goodness, funny stuff. So facial hair Mario thinks it's outdated. He's he he thinks Yankees policy is a little outdated and I think that I like the clean cut. I like that that's what they stand for. And, well, not stand for, but that's 
the look they want, and that's their brand. And I don't know. I like it. I, I do like it. But we'll see if that ever changes. I don't know. Will the Yankees soften? I think Hal Steinbrenner won't. I think he wants to keep it so that uh, his father's legacy lives on. And I think that anyone else, if the Steinbrenners retain the team forever, which I could see that doing, although, you know, it's kind of crazy that Fox, Fox, uh, Fox, Fox, whatever you want to call it, Fox, owns a big percentage of the Yes Network. It's, it's, it's very interesting and I didn't know that. And the Yankees have a option to buy back that part right now. Something, something like that. I'm not, not sure exactly. But, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's an interesting thing. But anyway, facial hair. So, I say I like it. Mario says he doesn't. And we can agree to disagree on that topic. And what do you guys think? You know, you can always get a hold of us at yankeecrazypodcast at gmail.com. You can also get us at on the social media at yankeecrazypodcast on Instagram, yankeecrazypod on Twitter, and let us know. And speaking of which, we got a we got a really speaking of getting in touch with us and letting us know we got a really good um, review on Apple iTunes and you know you can catch us on a lot of different outlets a lot of podcast platforms including Spotify, Anchor, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, uh, what else? Google Google Podcasts. And Apple Podcasts, and we've gotten some great reviews on Apple Podcasts. I'm really stoked about that. I appreciate it from you guys. Got another five star the other day, and uh, who was it? Was his name the? I think his name was the Mole Hole. The Mole Hole. That's a. That's a. I like. I like that. <laughs> I'll have to look him up. But thanks, Mole Hole, for that. And one thing he said was, he he kind of felt I need to slow my roll on sponsorships and that's kind of become our shtick. So I know that we need a bigger following, uh, but I just, I don't know. It's something that cracks me up and we enjoy and we dream about getting some major sponsors. So, uh, but uh, you know, it was kind of funny. I was kind of funny that he had written that and me and Mario were, were laughing about that because that is, that is our shtick. We are just always looking for sponsors. And speaking of sponsors, <laughs> Mario, any sponsors? Anybody call yet? No. <laughs> so, Moho, if you're listening, um, I, I, it's, it's, it's kind of in jest, but kind of serious. <laughs> so, I just love doing it. I don't know. I'm kind of fascinated because I think it would be really cool uh, to be sponsored and by you know, some of the some big brands. You know, even non-related uh, baseball stuff. Because there's a lot of crossover stuff, right? Look at Yankees are doing May the 4th and did a big Star Wars promotion. Ron Howard threw out the ball. Which, you know, we've been speaking a little bit about movies. Um, 
I think Ron Howard uh, is a great director and, and shouldn't be judged on Solo. I still need to see the whole thing as Solo. I still have to check it out in its entirety. But it started off really good. So anyway, but getting back to it. So Star Wars was one we've talked about. And the other one I just thought about was a great brand like Patagonia. You know, not baseball related, but be really cool to have that. I love the owner of Patagonia. He's a really cool guy. But anyway, getting back to it. Thanks a lot, Molehole. Uh, you know, is that... Mario, can you, can you look that up? Was it, was it Molehole who said that? Is he with the one? No, I'm, oh, I was wrong. Thank you, Mario. The last mole. It's the last mole. I don't know what that means. Is he a golfer? And is it supposed to be the last hole? I don't know. The last mole. Um, what was on uh, Caddyshack? That was that was a gopher. That was a gopher. Bill Murray and the gopher. Oh, man. Another great movie. Wow, we're on like a big movie kick today. <laughs> but anyway, that's all we got. And it's a, it was a little bit, it has been a little bit of a slow week in terms of Yankee news. But we'll still be monitoring all the channels, all the outlets to get Yankee news for you guys. All right, that's the show. Stay tuned for our one sponsor. We do have a sponsor, all right, (laughs) right now. Maybe we'll have multiples after the new year, after Manny Machado signs with the Yankees. What do you think? Yep, I said that. I'm pretty sure that he's going to sign with them. All right, guys, stay tuned, and let's go Yankees.